Hello guys, this is your host Maya and welcome to Neighborhood Therapy. Today we're going to be talking about healing a broken heart. I want to just actually like, I feel like I can say a lot <laughs> in this episode because I've been there, I've done that, I got my heart broken. I won't say that I'm totally healed, but I'm working on it. It's work in progress. You can never be like, well, I'm fully healed. And I think that's sometimes makes it difficult because at times you really feel like, okay, you know what, I'm over this person. I'm over how I used to feel or, and then all of a sudden you have that feeling back that you're like stuck, that you're down, that it like happened just yesterday. So it can be confusing, but I'm here to just give you a few tips, a few things that I have done, a few things that I've read about, a few things that I've heard people do actually that help them to move on and help them heal and help them go back and reconnect with themselves. So for me, like I, I, I would love to talk about my journey of healing. I had a five years relationship and it ended nothing more than a year now. So it wasn't easy and I really thought, I for me by the time that I left the relationship, I think because I was numb and I was very tired emotionally, I thought that I'm having everything under control and that I'm, I'm alright, you know. I felt like the hard part was breaking up and leaving that person and everything else is just going to be easy. And well, I was totally wrong. <laughs> so I really thought that I had, like I've, I know everything, or at least that I know myself and how I am gonna, you know, deal with it and just be, you know, the control freak I am. But I had things thrown at me right <laughs> and left. But I mean, it's life. Now that I'm looking back at it, it made me who I am now. I'm grateful, thankful, and yeah, it's life. So I think the first thing that I didn't do, or I found, because I think mostly because I was really numb, like I didn't leave the relationship until I was consumed and drained. So it was just like, it was just a matter of when I would break up at that point. And actually still trying to give the other person chances to fix whatever he broke, whatever. But anyway, without going into further details. So I think the first one was I didn't really give myself the space or even the permission to grieve. I was like, and I think mostly because it was a strange feeling. I didn't know if I should grieve or if I should be happy because 
I knew that I was tired, that I really suffered for the past months in that relationship. And it was just a lot of fighting and a lot of long conversations. And it affected me hugely mentally. Like, it really tore me apart. So, I was... I think I had that moment where I was like, yes, you did it. You actually broke up with him and now you're all alone. You can do whatever the fuck you want and you don't have to, you know, be responsible for nobody anymore. Because that's how I was feeling at the relationship. While I was in the relationship. But now, you're all alone. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And it was a moment of happiness, but... It really did fade very fast. And I think I didn't know how to deal with grief. I didn't know how. I was like, why am I? Because I knew why I left. But I think I forgot the fact that there was a routine in place. There were very small things that I used to do every day with that person that really used to impact my day and especially doing that for a very long time this five years relationship how the hell did i think that ah i would just break up and i will <laughs> i would just be fine and the fact that i didn't give myself permission to grieve made me kind of wanna speed up the process of okay you know what you're feeling now you're feeling tired like don't worry now it's time like i used i think i really kind of got lost in a moment because i didn't have that person anymore and it kind of was a huge part of my life but i didn't realize that by then so you actually lost somebody. Either it was your decision to break up or not, you did lose somebody. You no longer have access to them. You no longer, you can never run to them when you have anything like sad or happy. For example, for me, something that just pops up in my head. I remember very well for the two years that I was working while we were together, that in the morning, even like, especially for the part where I was no longer staying with him in the same city and I'm in a different city, I would wake up in the morning, text or call and during lunch break, we will mostly be talking and again in the evening, we will talk again and then in the weekends, I knew for a fact that I didn't have... Okay, we're talking about somebody here that is really a control freak. I really would love to know how my week is going to go. So even for the weekend, I really would love to know what's the plan. Are we doing something? Are we going out? Are we going to see friends? Are we just going to stay home? Are we going to cook? Are we just going to clean? Like, I am really a control freak. Like, I like to plan things ahead. So knowing that, okay, the weekend is always with him and I will just go and see him. It kind of, I really didn't see the value of that or how... That was a huge part of my life. So when we did break up and I spent the first week after the breakup by myself, I was like, 
what the hell is this i was literally sitting in the house i think i've already cleaned i've already cooked what i can eat and i'm just sitting there and i'm like no this is the, this does not feel right and i'm like come on it's a weekend i worked the whole week i think it's time for me to just rest but the idea of me just laying in bed watching a movie or something just did not seem right it was not it didn't make any sense to me at the the moment and my mind couldn't really i was like no i should be doing something i should keep myself busy i should find stuff to do i can't remember i couldn't stay still that's the like the feeling that i remember now like i just couldn't stay still i had to fill my time with something and i just found myself like looking for stuff to do i can't remember what i ended up doing that day either like i took my laptop to to a cafe and I just did some freelance work that I had but it was just that day I almost felt like I'm losing it because I didn't really know who to run to and the worst thing is when you are going through a breakup is if you really do not have a person that is very close to you that you feel that might understand what you're going through and also, I won't lie, I am somebody too, that if I'm going through stuff, it is really hard for me to just come and open up to people and be like, hey, I'm feeling this way, or I'm actually not doing well. It's very hard. I like to do with it by myself and sort it out myself. It kind of give me... I mean, yeah, I feel good about it later on, but like, okay, you actually was there for yourself therefore <laughs> you are independent not just financially but even emotionally but sometimes that takes a very long time and i end up by either falling into depression for a very long time and i just don't want to feel like leave the bed or i find myself filling my time with a lot of activities that i really like i'm out of breath that it just like becomes a bit unhealthy like i'm not even resting at this point so big advice please when life disappoints rest a moment just stop for a minute take a deep breath and just know deep down that it's gonna be all right no matter what the hell happened just have this like have for me i always have it like everything's gonna be all right at the end of the day and as they say, if it's not alright, just know it's not the end. You're gonna be alright. Take time. Process what the hell is going on. And the fact that you actually lost this person and it's alright. Even if you have to cry it out, even if you have to scream, even if you had to do whatever you actually could express yourself through, do it. Grieve. So you can actually move on properly and that will not catch with you later as it did with me. And while you are actually grieving or allowing yourself to just be whatever the feeling might be, just be it, like feel it absorb it it's gonna pass at some point i think the, the more the more that we kind of resist it the more that is just like 
I'm trying to catch on with you, like, come here. So just allow yourself to be. And remember that there is no expiration date for grief. There isn't. So, like, which is something that I think I used to do. But I think I was really young and I was not really aware. Plus, I didn't really have experience when I wasn't... I think my emotional intelligence at the, at the time was not really fully developed. So I didn't really know what the hell I was talking about. But I remember maybe when we were teenagers and you have your friend. She was with this guy and they broke up. And you find her like... She's no longer... Like, she's not really taking care of how she's dressed. She doesn't care how she looks. She might not be able... You know, she's not really enjoying her food. She's not actually eating. And, okay, for the first day, the second day, you'll be like, okay, well, it's still early, you know, it's still... And then you find yourself by the second week already judging her, like, come on, can you be, like, over him already? Like, it's not really worth it. But that's not really right. I was in no position to sit there and be like, get over him. What the hell are you... Like, what the hell is taking you too long? So... Now I really don't do that anymore because I know sometimes I can just be sitting, minding my own business, doing something, and just out of the blue, I have a flashback of something that happened with that person. And I'll just have to sit and feel whatever I feel at the time. Either that memory is going to bring me happy mood is going to bring me a sad mood whatever it is i should just feel it it will go it's like a cloud it's gonna rain and then have a sunny day afterwards life is good so yeah i think the other thing that i i don't know maybe it's because i remember somebody said the other day to me that you you always like to win Maybe because I'm very competitive, but for me, I feel like I really want to get to the bottom <laughs> of everything. And when I think after my breakup, me and my ex had some back and forth arguments. And I didn't really understand certain behavior, that, like certain action that he did afterwards. So I think him he was looking for closure that's why he was doing that for me i already knew why i broke up so i was not really in like wondering what happened or why it happened but i think he was really looking for that's why he was doing what he was doing just trying to tease me or trigger me to be like i don't really know what he was looking for maybe he was trying to fi like find another person to put the blame on that's why he was triggering me to maybe show another side of me that maybe then he was like, oh yeah, well, it's your fault now. But um, you just need to know sometimes and accept that a closer closure is something that you might need to find on your own. It doesn't really have to be like, oh, we need to sit down and have a conversation and, you know, I, I really like, I just want to find closure. No, sometimes, like, especially if people actually been in a toxic relationship. For example, for me, I wasn't in one. I think I started to find out that, like, my partner was toxic afterwards, which was really surprising. But 
afterwards when they want to actually sit down and be like actually even that conversation is not going to be fruitful literally you're not going to gain anything from sitting with that person and having a conversation what the hell are they going to say to you anyway that's going to make sense plus i'm not actually going to sit in a conversation i literally like i'm not looking for answers here my friend you are the one looking for answers and i'm not really interested i'm not going to actually after you making that damage on me to sit down with you and still give you the the privilege to sit there and take my time and energy and maybe even piss me off by the end of that conversation and there will be no closure nah we're not doing that so please remember you can find it by your own no need no need to go looking for them no need to go back knocking on doors if they're gone, they're gone. And if you actually made the decision that they're gone, don't even for a second be like, well, I really do miss them. You know, I wish things... No. That's something else that's not really going to help you move on. Yeah, for sure. I'm not saying like, even though I, 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 I'm the one that took the decision to wake up, I still had moments where I missed the person. Because it's just normal. There was like, even scientifically, they say like there is the the feel-good hormones like you used to get from your partner, but now they are gone. It's literally like you used to take a drug or like you smoke, but you can no longer smoke or you can no longer take drugs. There will be withdrawal. You will have to go through a detox. And then after that, they're like, oh, actually, I can feel like I can live without this person because... Sometimes you might not like the person, okay, and then or you no longer compatible with them, you'll break up with them. But still you feel that you miss something. You might not miss the person, you might miss what you guys used to do. You might miss the vibe that you used to have with the person, how comfortable you were, the idea of you together. Even you miss what were your ambitions, what were your dreams, what you guys were planning. All of that. Like, well, things were really easy. You were comfortable. You were safe. You were this and that. Those are the things that you miss. You miss the things that he used to do or she used to do that make you feel good. But as any detox and any withdrawal, it's going to take time. You're going to suffer. It's not easy. But with goodwill, a strong one, you're going to be fine. I think, um, for me, when I used to feel this way, or like, oh, I actually miss him, or for me, actually, it was not really missing. I felt like I used to miss how stable my life was. Everything was in order. I had my job. I had my partner. I already know what I'm going to do next. Even in my mind at the time, I didn't, like, especially when things were really good, I didn't have to wonder what's next, or I didn't even have, I didn't used to stress. I think maybe this, the only stress that I used to have either was in school, or when I started working, if I'm working on a project at work and it's not finished. Those were the only things that used to stress me. And kind of when you come back home, that person is just like, help you forget about everything that was going on bad in your day. So you kind of miss that. 
but I think the part where I really messed up and I think that's when even my depression started like it was when I started to blame myself for stuff because as I said earlier when I actually left the relationship I was pretty much drained I was tired I was even numb I don't think that I was literally there was nothing for me to give I was literally like a dead battery like was nothing in me and I used to blame myself because I'm the one that allowed it to go that long for it to get me to that point I'm the one that did this I'm the one that did that like you should have left sooner maybe you should have done stuff differently and then you have another part of you like maybe you could have waited a bit more maybe you could have given, given him another chance maybe you could have been just a more patient so that really did hurt me more i think than the whole conversation and the breakup that was hard for me because i was saying that and thinking that about myself i'll go back and just sit and be like it's your fault you could have been more patient everything was good i mean it was not really that horrible because when you think in that way, you just start to remember everything that was good. We kind of hold on to the idea of who the person were at their best. And that's why you actually reminisce on. Oh, I actually missed that. But again, I had the, the other one was like, it's your fault. Also, you should have known better. Because I will be sitting and I will be thinking, oh, this used to happen. This used to happen. Why didn't you see that coming? Why didn't you think that nothing actually good is going to come out of it? It's just a lot of bad self-talk and just going down on myself and beating on myself why I ended up in that situation. So my other tip is, because the minute I started to do, to do this, it really played a huge role in my healing is practicing self-compassion and treating myself with love and respect i did what i did and sometimes i like till today i still say it i think it's just like a mantra for me do your best and your best is enough i did what i could at the time and it's enough it's the best I could do. I'm not going to kill myself over it. Also, it's in the past. Now all I can do is feel love and respect for myself. Because those are the only things that's going to help me move forward. Whining about it. Killing myself for something that has already happened. It's not going to change anything but just makes me feel more horrible about myself. So really having respect for myself that okay for me especially in that situation because i put a stop to it and i didn't let myself go really down like things would have been even worse but thank god i stopped where i stopped i was like okay you know what enough is enough so 
there was that. And then I think the minute that I start to feel that way, it actually really uplifted me and made me look think look at things differently. Even the whole breakup, even like my partner, even how I see my life generally. And I started well, this is just my advice to everybody. You don't have to be in like broken heart or anything. Please have time for yourself to do stuff by yourself, alone, without, with nobody. Take yourself on a date. Take yourself to see a movie. Take yourself to do an activity. To take yourself to, I don't know, whatever the hell that you love to do. Or sometimes even you don't, actually love you might just be curious how it might be for you it's just a new experience or maybe a new sport whatever it is because that really help you connect with yourself because as i said at first when you just break up and then everything is confused because you're like it's a new thing for you because your whole routine changes really doing stuff by yourself and trying to reconnect with yourself and build a routine with yourself because I remember very well the minute I actually broke up I think that same week if I'm not wrong or the week after it I took myself out okay so even before the breakup when I used to go to work for lunch break, I would already take myself out for lunch. And usually I don't really have much friends at work. Like I don't have friends, friends at work. I, I had one later on, not while I was going through what I was going through. So I'm not really a pro person that has a problem sitting in a restaurant by herself. I don't really find that weird or uncomfortable, so I'm okay with it. But that was, for me, it was the reason why I'm doing that was lunch break. It's only one hour, it's not for me to chill, it's just for me to eat a meal and go back to my office. But after the breakup, I literally start to make date night. Today, we're gonna actually dress nice, dress sexy, however the hell you wanna dress, and you just go take yourself out in a restaurant, a really nice one. Have a glass of wine and have whatever you like, and sit down with yourself. You can play a movie on your phone, you can just watch videos on your phone, you can do whatever. Or you don't want to actually your phone, you can take a book. That really helps. I think for me mostly was that it was saying more that I can do stuff by myself. And I'm alright by myself. And I am enough by myself. That I don't really need nobody. I think that was the message that I was really trying to tell myself and kind of prove it. That you're okay by yourself, you can live your life, you can still have, do, do fun stuff, you can still have fun. All by yourself. So, that really helped. And while I was trying to do that, as in taking stuff, I was along the line making new habits. I started... going to for example now i have pottery classes who would have thought that i would ever go to pottery class i go to kickboxing class i didn't really know anybody in these classes 
I don't have any friend that are taking the classes. I literally went and it's just a new environment with people that I've never seen and I've never spoken to. And it's challenging, it's uncomfortable, but it really helps you grow and it helps you like just opening like I open it in mind opening to be honest because you just meet new people from different backgrounds and then just sometimes you would think that you are in deep shit and you see other people and go like well I don't know <laughs> but yeah just make new habits do things that you love and I think funny enough just this week I was reading like the book that I'm reading right now, what is it called? The Things You Can See Only When You Slow Down and How to Be Calm in a Busy World. I was really truly reading. I can't remember, like was it Monday? And it was really funny to me because I already knew this is what I'm going to be talking about in the podcast. But it was really funny to me what the guy was saying. And I quote, he said, when trust is shattered, when hopes are dashed, when a loved one leaves you before doing anything, just pause your life and rest a moment. He said, if you can surround yourself with close friends and share food and drinks while slowly letting out the bottled up stories of betrayal, disappointment and hurt. Then he said, head to a movie theater alone with your best friend pick the silliest movie even if you normally don't watch com comedies and laugh out loud until it hurts and shed few tears as if nobody's looking like a carefree teenager this is the one that really sticks with me find a song that speaks to your heart play it over and over sing along to it and over and over as though you are doing it for all the wounded souls and this part too if none of that helps, use your vacation days to take a trip. Go somewhere you've always said you wanted to go to. All by yourself. Just you and the road. And believe me, guys, it helps. For me, especially that I'm somebody that loves traveling. Oh, God. I think I used to already travel by myself, even though that I was in a relationship. But for different reasons. I used to go like mostly to do something it wasn't for the kind of vacation style but oh man after the breakup i was taking the airplane like it was just like i literally used to feel free i used to feel so carefree nothing in the world was bothering me while i was taking that plane I don't remember my angst. I don't remember any of my problems. Nothing. It really did help me. And also the fact that when I set goals before going to the place, especially like I want to see new places that I don't know. And mostly like the place that I go to, I don't really speak the language. So I will take it as a challenge that I should go to these places that I wrote down and find a way for somebody that doesn't speak the language and actually I'm all by myself. So yeah, please travel if you can. Do stuff by yourself if you can. And 
really doing it by yourselves makes you feel different. You really, especially when you go out by yourself, you kind of actually just, you're going to find yourself. You are the only one most probably in the restaurant by yourself. And just watching that everybody in the restaurant, families, couples, you will just be sitting there and observing, wondering, creating stories, even gossiping with your own self. Like, look at her, how she's dressed or look at how they talk to each other. I mean, it's just liberating. That's the word. Liberating to actually do stuff by yourself. And it just made me feel actually unstoppable because I used to be always attached to this person, always making plans with this person. And the idea was while we were together, I used to say, if actually we broke up, I will be devastated. I will be heartbroken. But the heartbroken version that I had before the breakup is not the one that I got after the breakup. The one that I imagined while we were together and while everything was good is that I will like I would just go backwards. Like I would just deteriorate like health wise, school wise, work wise. I was thinking that I wouldn't be able to do anything. That I would just be depressed. I might even be suicidal. I like I really had a lot of bad ideas like I literally thought that I wouldn't actually be able to do anything if we actually break up. But here I am. And this is where my where my tattoo that I did right after the breakup that says, and here you are living despite it all. Because I literally thought that I would be done. That would be it for me. That would be the end. But thank God, it wasn't. And actually, it was just the beginning of discovering myself and discovering what I want and the stuff that I actually like to do and it really did motivate me to work on myself too because now as I say I only got myself and myself only got me like it's just me and myself so I'm the backup plan there is no backup plan and I should work on myself so yeah but with all the tips that I actually gave, one that is on the top of my list, the one that actually just changed my life, actually, is the gym, is exercising. In the previous episode, I already said that I was not really a big fan of the whole gym thing. I, I was thick during the last two years of the relationship because I was like, it wasn't healthy and I wasn't healthy either. But right after the breakup, gym every day. I'm literally like going to the gym. I will go on the treadmill. I didn't, I, I used to go to the gym before. I would just like walk, maybe go on speed five, 5.5, six max. That would be it. When I go to the gym after my breakup, I'll be sprinting. I am somebody that used to sprint when I used to be in college, like secondary school. So I'm not really that fast. I'm, I cannot be the same fast as when I was young. But these days when I actually 
like when I used to go to the gym after the breakup, I would be literally running like I'm training for the Olympics. I'm running for my life. That's how I used to run. And I would just, like whenever I used to come close to really get tired, or like I feel like, okay, I'm actually going to give up, I just tell myself, you got this. You can do it. Just push. Literally, like, I, I think because of the whole breakup, and the fact that I was not as devastated as I was, he kind of made me also say that I'm not really totally defeated. I got something in me and I really should just push to find it. So exercising, gym, big help. A big one because if it wasn't for it, I don't know what the hell would have happened to me, honestly. And I think something else that I was really grateful for is that I didn't really run to, I don't know, alcohol and smoking and clubbing and all of that to make my pain go away or at least just numb my pain. Thank God that my destination was the gym it was stuff that actually was beneficial to me and still actually impacts my life till today one year or one year and I can't remember three months after the breakup so exercise going to the gym just makes you feel you kind of got your shit together you know (laughs) Especially, like, who would have thought that me, I would wake up 5 a.m., prepare my bag, prepare my breakfast, and actually go to the gym? Like, 6.30, I'm already at the gym. Who would have thought? Never. I mean, if you could have told my my younger self in 2016 when I just came here that I would be going to the gym, like, that early in the morning, every day, even subscribing and kickboxing and extra... I'll be like, you are, like, you're joking. You're taking a piss. Because that, (laughs) hell no, it's not going to be me. But here I am. And I start to even, like, I start to have this guilt when I don't go to the gym. I feel like I let myself down. And that's something that I have to work on, too. Because I really, sometimes, you just have to cut yourself some slack. You can have bad days you're not always perfect you're not always going to be in a good mood but yeah exercise exercise and exercise so this is like few tips of what i would recommend anybody that is going through a heartbreak or trying to move on and trying to get over the other person that they should do and always remember healing is a journey i mean there is no Like, you're not rushing anywhere. Take your time. And while you are healing, sometimes you feel like, okay, you actually got this and you're done. And then you have moments like the one that I just described when you have a flashback that you're like, oh, am I really over it? But just don't keep overthinking it. Don't keep... um, 
looking for details and excuses why it happened. Just let it be. It's a flashback. It's normal. As you have flashbacks of stuff from your childhood, it is okay and it's normal to actually have flashbacks of just five years ago. The main character might not be your ex or you. It might be just a friend or something funny that happened. It's okay. You are healing. For sure you're not the same person three months ago or a month ago when they were still crying over their ex and wishing that they were still together. So, it's progress. And be easy on yourself and be kind to yourself while you are doing this. And yeah, we'll wrap this up. I wish you guys have a great day. And I'm going to sleep. So you will hear from me soon. Bye.